0: I have to confess that we are not being good-hearted theologians today, because we are drinking coffee instead of tea, and it is like five PM, and <laughs> it's five nineteen. It's five nineteen. Welcome back to Theology: The Young and the Zealous by a podcast uh, for the young and zealous by the young and zealous. I'm looking at the camera, but I keep forgetting we don't. We I don't, don't have, have cameras today. And even we though we've, never even though we haven't posted, put them on any yeah. of the other ones, but maybe, maybe someday, maybe someday, because uh, I keep forgetting How to do get that stuff. Like this? What are you, what are you singing? Someday,
1: someday by Nickelback. Okay.
0: <laughs> so I am Jesse Marcelis, co-hosting here today with Carrie Crater, and we are here to talk about um, a pretty uh, a pretty common problem with uh, a lot of people that we know. It's just, oh, the noise gate is terrible on here. I hear... Yeah. Hold
1: on. I hear boom booming, What's well, they call it.
0: Do you hear the e- sound? I hear... You might not be able to hear it because you're not... I hear static. It's not just the low static. I'm talking about the high pitch. If I talk, there is a very subtle noise that's high pitched. Like, I don't think e- I can... E- You probably can't hear it because you have, like, permanent hearing damage. No, I don't have permanent hearing damage. I just have temporary hearing damage. But it lasts forever. (laughs) (laughs) So a pretty common uh, conversation that comes up is uh, the topic of having friends. Uh, Having? Having friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So friends are a good thing. Um, (sighs) Friends get you through hard times. Uh, Sometimes you... Just need somebody to lean on. They're a gift from the Lord. They're they're a gift from the Lord. But what is a curse from the Lord? Bad friends. Bad friends. Stop having
1: bad bad friends. friends.
0: Why why do people always uh, have bad friends? Like, why do people stay in bad crowds? I think in order to answer that, we need to figure out why they don't understand what a friend is and maybe we yeah. should figure out what is a friend or with the bible <laughs> you're just moving the mic all the way around like that well, so i can read oh no i may oh look see it works still yeah but it sounds terrible so it's like try to keep it how about this like head on well if you want to don't don't kiss the mic
1: <laughs> it's it's within kissing distance so it's good
0: in biblical terms uh, you have don't – oh, yeah, that comes out. Um, the, the mic stand uh, – anyway, in biblical terms, you have um, you know the term friend and brother. Uh, and brother is applicable to somebody who is a brother in blood or just a brother in bond. You can have a brother who is just a friend or you can have a brother in actual flesh. I
1: and, I'm just in the mic. <laughs> I said, I'm sorry, I'm adjusting the mic. I keep, I, I'm, it it is really
0: distracting. You're just like <laughs> moving it all around like well, you're this was loose.
1: So that's why I was adjusting. It kept just going and just flopping down. But this is perfect right here. All right, continue. I so, apologize.
0: blood and bond. Ah, that's what it is. I'm checking the notes again. So what does, um, we'll we'll say the Bible as well, but specifically what does Proverbs say about brothers? Proverbs twenty seven verse ten, uh, you don't you don't have your Bible out. Your yes, pagan. I do. I'll get it. Uh, pull up eighteen twenty four. Okay. So Proverbs twenty seven ten talks about do not forsake your own friend or your father's friend, <laughs> nor go to your brother's house. I'm going to redo that because I'm cutting that out. <laughs> I
1: I just not being to do that. I went to breathe and it just went, and I was like, oh no. All right, continue. Our restart. (laughs) Restart. (laughs) Proverbs 27,
0: verse 10 says, Do not forsake your own friend or your father's friend, nor go to your brother's house in the day of your calamity. Better is a neighbor nearby than a brother far away. So in this time, in Proverbs, uh, what does a neighbor actually mean? Everybody. Everybody. Specifically, That you're in covenant with. That you're in covenant with. Exactly. Because they lived in cities. Nowadays, we live in a city, and it's, you know, Hundreds of miles, large, like no, not, no, not literally no, dozens. Just, of, No, uh, not even once. <laughs> not even dozens. Thousands of people in a city okay, <laughs> over yeah. a much larger space. Back then, you know, they they all lived so much closer because they had to be in city walls so that would be safe. Uh, so they had a completely different understanding. Um, no, no, they had the right understanding <laughs> of what a neighbor actually is. Because they would see that covenantal community on a day-to-day basis. They lived it. They breathed it. So whenever they hear neighbor, they had all the categories. Oh, yeah. Nowadays, we don't necessarily understand that anymore because there's so many nuances to that. So how can we approach it uh, with a uh, a more standard definition? Well, whenever we say neighbor... Um, that means somebody you're in covenant with specifically.
1: Not somebody you live next to.
0: Yeah, like whenever the, whenever the Ten Commandments w- mentions, like do not uh, deceive, uh, what is it? Do not bear fa- false witness against your neighbor. What that means is somebody you're in covenant with. It doesn't mean somebody who's a billion miles away on the other side of the planet from you. Unless they're in covenant with you. Unless they're in covenant with you, exactly. Uh, and you can be a neighbor in covenant with somebody you don't live close to if you're actually in covenant. Is it what? Is it strong? No, it's just bitter. This episode, we are supposed to be drinking tea. Oh, you didn't confess. <sighs> you gotta All right. confess. I gotta, do, I gotta do it. I have something to confess, fellow theologians. because last episode- I kept, I kept calling you guys theologists. I'm sorry about that. I'd, please find it in your heart to forgive me. Say it. I have to confess that we are not being good-hearted theologians today, because we are drinking coffee instead of tea, and it is like five PM, and <laughs> it's five nineteen. It's five nineteen currently. <laughs> it is way too late for coffee, but we don't have tea because uh, the place we were going to was closed. Uh, but it's also
1: Saturday, so I, that was expected. I it, they close like at six it. on Saturdays. That's the thing. Why did it? Then why was it? Uh, anyway, I, I know who that is. I'm gonna find them and I'm gonna be like hey why you close Java square at Five ac- not it wasn't even five yet, huh? It was like 450. Yeah, it was
0: it was before five I think I'm gonna get a sugar to put into this, but I'm just gonna do that right now. Oh, no, I man
1: sounds kind of gay to me Fine, I won't, <laughs> 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 I won't. I'll not st- I'll just
0: I'll just I'll just bear it drink it boy I mean, it's not bad. I think it's because um, I
1: got the the one that you didn't repour.
0: Yeah, no, that's that, that, that's what that it was. Why it you're also bad. super far away from the mic, so I can't like I can barely hear you. Uh, open your ears. I'm doing my best. So, <laughs> uh, whenever we say neighbor, we're talking about somebody you're in covenant community with. Uh, whenever they were in a city, they were all you know covenantal community. If one fell, everybody would everybody would be affected. So if, if somebody dies and they affect you deeply, that probably means you had a relationship with them. And so that's about, nowadays, that's about uh, how you can classify what a neighbor is. Like if you're in a relationship with them, if you're in a covenantal relationship.
1: And not a dating relationship, just any form of relationship. Because, you know, when you say, oh, I'm in a relationship with somebody, you, uh, people tend to think, oh, they're dating. Yeah, you can say, like, of- I'm
0: in a relationship with somebody. Well, that's that's just a word. Uh, but that's that's a... Whole different episode I'm just, uh, I'm just stating, to go into that, but I'm yeah, dating yeah,
1: relationship as relationship, relationship is you are
0: you're like, defining it, yeah, defining it, defining it, is, it better. It's not, or not It's better. not. Whenever we say relationship, unless we are talking about dating, we're not talking about dating. We're talking about a relationship, just a a bond that you have with somebody. Your how you interact with them uh, matters. So, what does
1: Proverbs eighteen twenty four say? A man of many companions may come to ruin, but there is a friend who sticks closer than a brother. are you ESV? Yeah. That's why.
0: (laughs) You have NKJV, correct? I got NKJV, yeah. Not that it's a... (sighs) Just a quick note about Bible translations. Um, There's no Bible translation that's superior, unless you want to argue about Hebrew, which I'm okay with. Um, But they're all... You know, good, because if you study all of them, then you get to look closer and closer to what the Bible actually means, and you get more understanding of it. I think That's we should thing. all just
1: learn ancient Hebrew so we can read the original text. That would be ideal.
0: but <laughs> <laughs> We can't. But, but uh, well, no, we don't. That's not a, que- it's not a question of ability. No, so, no, I'm talking about every single person in the world is
1: not going to be able to learn ancient Hebrew. So, 1824. I just read it, by the way. I know, I know what does that first half mean a man of many companions may come to ruin so uh i mean all right so when i think of this i think of like a rich person all right a rich person knows a lot of people all right but he can still be unsaved honestly i could just say he could be unsaved he can fall to into many many sinful enticing traps and no one's really going to be there for him because he, notice it says companions it doesn't say friends it says companions so these are just people that he's with but you know you can have companions that you're just with you know what I mean it's just somebody you're with so like an acquaintance it could yeah. be an acquaintance but mine
0: it, so quick quick on mine mm-mm. mine is a since it's a different translation it says a man who has friends must himself be friendly um I do think, since we made that category of what a friend means, uh, this can be confusing in my translation. But you know, it's, it's the same thing. You have to upkeep that if you're a, a rich man, or you just have many, many friends, but nobody you're actually in a relationship with. Yeah, that's why. That's why. Many companions, companions. Yeah, I, I, it's not acquaintances. You, yeah, uh, I use that word. yeah, yeah. Exactly. So um, but, acquaintances doesn't mean friends. People that you people can't you lean on. No.
1: Yeah, well most people be like, Oh yeah, I'm friends with so and so, but like you're not. <laughs> you're oh, fun- I know that
0: guy. Yeah, yeah you know I know mean, everybody
1: knows him. You know him. I don't know are you his friend? Are like, you an actual friend? Do
0: you know what his problems are? Do you know what he struggles with on a day to day basis? Do you know his financial woes? Do you know yeah. uh what his family's going through? Do you even know if he has a family? Just I know that guy. I know that's that my guy. friend.
1: No, it's not.
0: <laughs> no. Nah. I don't think so. And you can still be friendly with people you aren't super close with. Oh yeah, absolutely. The, the point is, you should absolutely have people you are close with. So, a man who has friends must himself be friendly. A man with many companions uh, may come to ruin. But that second part. What about that second part? But there is a friend who sticks closer than a brother. That's what mine's. Okay, it's the exact same one here. Oh, okay. But there is a friend who sticks closer than a brother. Brother here, meaning brother and flesh. Like blood brother. Blood brother.
1: Oh, like we have blood, bond, same, blood
0: brother, same mother, 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 same mother or father or both hopefully. <laughs> or both or both in an ideal world. Yes. Uh, hopefully both. Um, but there is a friend who sticks closer than that, whose bond is closer than that, which you can have with your own flesh. That's a true relationship. So this is where a lot of people get hung up nowadays. Just saying. Homosexuality is a sin. Repent and confess. You can be close with somebody and And not not be romantically involved. Exactly. Yeah, literally. And not be romantically involved with them. Perfect,
1: perfect example. People try to make this out like it's gay. Going back to what you said. David and Jonathan. People think that David David and Jonathan were gay. They just, they loved each other. They were like brosexual or whatnot. It's like, no. 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 They were just like brothers. And, like, me and you, and mi if compadre. Exactly, mi, mi compadre. Mi amigo.
0: <laughs> if, you, if you look at um yeah, at modern society, why that's said, it's people who don't have good relationships, and the only thing yeah. they can think of is a sexual one. And then they miss out on literally everything else. Well, they, don't, they, they don't they, have a proper relationship because the only thing they have
1: is physical. Well, yeah, all they know is a sexual relationship. That's all people. So, like, my voice got clear all of a sudden. What the? I heard that. Yeah, I just got... I, it, I was it, just like the... It got... It, it, I don't know. It got, it got like clear all of a sudden. Okay, Anyway, It's like
0: popping your ears. You can hear everything.
1: Yeah. um, But, so like, especially like, homo, like homosexual people, all they know is sex. Just the sexual side of things. It's, it's sexual, full-blown sexual well, evil. Yeah. It's full-blown
0: sin. Yeah. And if that's all you swim in, then of course you wouldn't have a relationship because that's all your relationships are. Yeah. You can get out of that. Oh, Don't. yeah, absolutely. You, You're not it, stuck. It, it's more than possible, and it happens all the time, and I know plenty of people who have been in there, and I've been there myself. Uh, now, I, oh, <laughs> no, I do know somebody,
1: yeah. Who? I'm not going to say names. Uh-oh. No, uh, <laughs> no, no, no. Actually, wait. No, I I, I, I won't say a name. One of my friends from uh high school. No friends. She's my friend in middle school. Uh, the one that was bisexual that I told you about in my class. That dated another girl in my class at a Christian school. I remember that. She is now straight, hundred percent. Knows she did wrong, and she's actually the guy she is dating right now. She. And it's like, no, we're dating for the intent of marriage. We are not, I am not doing any casual dating. And I was like, bruh, dude, like this past week, it's just been awesome. Because like my coworker said, randomly text me, I'm calling, Uh, hey, me and, well, his girlfriend that he's living with. But, you know. We'll get there. Yeah, we'll get there. But he's coming to church, he told me. And I was like, amen. (laughs) And then my mom comes home and she's like, hey, you remember so-and-so from, hey, so-and-so from high school said she's dating. To marry now, and she's not dating casually. She's dating a dude. She's not dating. That's wonderful. And I was like, oh That's- yes. I was like, that is, that brings me some joy because I, I woke up this morning to that text about come, the guy coming oh. to church, and it just put my whole day was just good. You, you told me just, about that this was, morning. Like, you, I, I called like,
0: you, and you're like, dude, this one, <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know who this is, but I'm so
1: happy. Yeah. So, I I was just, I woke up, saw that text message, my eyes walked right open. I was just running around singing. I was like, man, I am in a great mood. I am so happy. Because this has been like six months of work just to get him to go to a church. That's good now. Now he's coming to our church. I don't care. I don't care. Okay, even if he doesn't like it, the fact that he's willing to come to church now, you know what I mean? That's okay, he's good. He's willing to come That's to a, that's a step closer. Dad maybe he step, does,
0: maybe he doesn't, but the fact that he's willing That the fact that he's willing that means that, that's a step in the right direction. Yes. So hopefully it bears fruit. So the point that I was trying to get at um with the uh defining what how to be like close with somebody as a as a brother, closer than a brother, um and you know, you're not gay because <laughs> of it. Uh your affections can be trained and by our modern society they are trained. That's Just why the wrong way. Uh, <laughs> that's, uh, I'm, I'm all for, um, reclaiming a few things, uh, that we've lost over the years. One thing I'm not so keen on doing super quickly is, uh, is, is the holy kiss. <laughs> the what? Um. The smooch on the cheek? No, no, no well, yeah. The, so the apostles, what they would do whenever they would greet each other is they would give each other a holy kiss. That doesn't mean you make out with your brothers for five minutes. That's that no. That's that's a problem. That's gay. Uh, but think of like a, a French kiss, something like that. And wait, what is the French the French kiss on the cheek? Yeah, like that. Mwah. That's a French. That's a French kiss. Are you sure? That's that's what I've been told. <laughs> All right. Whenever I say French kiss, that's what I mean. I don't know what you. I don't know what your understanding of it is. Let me tell you something. Anyway, while you're figuring that out, the point I'm trying to get at is because our culture is so steeped in so much uh, sexual (laughs) sin, of course we wouldn't... I was like, Jesse, are you sure you're talking about a French kiss? That's not...
1: Okay, whatever. French kiss is tongue kissing.
0: (laughs) I... I've been lied to. (laughs) (laughs) I've been lied to. (laughs) Oh, so it's okay to French Christian? No. (laughs) Oh, my word. My (laughs) My voice... My voice (laughs) clipped all the way (laughs) through the audio channel. That's gonna be so weird to edit and post. Don't even edit it. Uh, it I might keep it. It's just gonna go red for like for a second in the middle of the podcast, dude. So keep the keep the clip about you saying a French
1: kiss. I'm totally. That's (laughs) totally staying (laughs) in, dude. You went, yeah, a French kiss, is okay. I went, are you sure? That's not okay. So. (laughs)
0: <laughs> it's like a little peck on the cheek. The reason why they uh, they were able to do it is because their culture wasn't shaped by uh, so much sexual deviance uh, and so much sin. Uh, I mean, granted, we've always been steeped in sin, but it wasn't... Uh, it wasn't the same problems that we would have today. That's why, like, uh, oh, it's okay to. Hi-. Have you ever heard like the, the the jokes and the memes about it's okay to kiss your homies good night? Well, it's kind of, but not <laughs> for that reason. You just said it's okay not, to kiss no. the homies good night. <laughs> I am not. I am not. Appro- this is not a theologically approved uh, statement. It's, uh, we're not endorsing French Homosexual. kisses. <laughs> we're not. We're not endorsing homosexuality. That is that is wrong. But I'm saying. We can reclaim a lot of actual signs of affection over years so long as we do it so far as to glorify God
1: and not be weird. A platonic greeting gesture. That's what a kiss on the cheek is called.
0: Yeah, what you said.
1: A platonic greeting gesture. Platonic greeting gesture. Yeah. Plutonic or platonic? Platonic, P-L-A-T-O-N-I-C. That's a
0: that's the word of the day. Platonic, platonic, platonic. It's platonic. <laughs> <laughs>
1: You're saying it wrong. Okay. Well, there's a and t. English is stupid. Okay. Yeah. There's no there's no there's nothing in the word and grammar to suggest that it's a uh, or an a. Well, it more suggests that it'd be an a platonic. But no, it's British people. <laughs> Am I right? So uh, ha- the reason why
0: friends, it's difficult to distinguish what a friend actually is in our society is because people don't have friends. They have bad friends.
1: Platonic.
0: Dang it. <laughs> I told you. I told. That's proof. Platonic. Even the, was that a British person or a yeah, French both person? Of them. Well, you. see, that's the thing. That's the thing. Are you talking about platonic right now or are you going, are we going to the, are we moving on? We're moving on. Okay, good. That's the thing. <laughs> so bad friends exist. Bad sure. men exist. Yes, yeah. And what a bre- whenever I say bad friend, I'm not saying friend. I'm just saying someone you think is a friend but isn't. Yeah,
1: <laughs> absolutely.
0: In, that exists. I mean, Proverbs 1, I love Proverbs 1. I mean, it, it starts out all the things that you need to know. This is foundational to the very beginning. Because Proverbs is pointed to young men, Young men, us young men, have bad friends. So only 10 verses in, it starts talking about friends and talks about groups that you associate with. Yeah. So Proverbs 1. um, I'll start at verse 8 because you were talking about this earlier. Yeah, start at verse 8. My son, hear the instruction of your father, and do not forsake the law of your mother, for they will be a graceful ornament on your head and chains about your neck. So it's... Not hyper-related to the next part, but it is somewhat related. And we'll get uh, to this more uh, probably next episode. Um, But listening to your parents, whenever they say, don't hang with this crowd, they probably know because they were there before. They probably had really bad friends. And they understand that you shouldn't hang out with bad people. So whenever they say that, you should probably heed it because they're giving you really good advice there.
1: That's why I told you to include those verses.
0: Yeah, yeah. I understand now. (laughs) So verse 10, My son, if sinners entice you, do not consent. If they say, come with us, let us lie in wait to shed blood. Let us lurk secretly for the innocent without cause. Let us swallow them alive like sheol and whole like those who go down to the pit. We shall find all kinds of precious possessions. We shall fill our houses with spoil. I'm going to skip on a little bit uh, because it's just more and more about um, we're going to, honestly, me explaining it. I'm just going to keep reading through it. Never mind. Cast in your lot among us. Let us all have one purse. My son, do not walk in the way with them. Keep your foot far from their path. For their feet run to evil, and they make haste to shed blood. Surely in vain the net is spread in the sight of any bird, but they lie in wait for their own blood. They lurk secretly for their own lives. So are the ways of everyone who is greedy for gain. It takes away the life of its owners. Bad friends don't live long lives because their decisions, their sin, is going to get them killed.
1: The Phys- nets that physically they physically or spiritually? Both. All, no, always. I'm saying physically oh, okay. and spiritually. Physically or spiritually. If you cast a net outwards,
0: eventually you're going to step in it. So what
1: you do matters. I apologize. I'm talking to my parents right now, making sure I have enough time.
0: So why are bad friends a problem? Obviously, we looked at Proverbs one. It talks about uh, you know the, the, the bad friends that set out nets to uh, to trap people. That's going to eventually get them. But that's a very pri- that's a that's a very principal thing. So how do we extend that to understand what it means nowadays? Well, I apologize.
1: I just want to uh, let me speak after you're done. I was not paying attention, trying to figure out what time I need to be home, so I can't. Kinda, I, I I would I wanted to like kind of go back on what you were saying, but like I didn't. What, what was, I, I was I saying? I don't know. That's what I'm asking you. Do you need me to go back? Yeah, go back. Where? Where to? Just I don't even remember. Go back to start. Were you on peer pressure? Not yet. Man, oh. <laughs> you spoiled it. <laughs> <laughs> this is magic. I was thing about to cut th- this entire <laughs> conversation. Up no, I'm not, I think I might
0: keep it because it's funny.
1: Oh. the next part
0: <laughs> that I was going to talk about: why is like why are um, the principal wisdom in Proverbs is don't have bad friends because they are not true friends. They yeah. aren't actually friends. Yeah. They aren't uh-huh. brothers. Uh, but how can we extend that to nowadays, like to um, people for more understanding to modern to oh. modern audiences?
1: Um, oh, okay, okay, yeah, yeah.
0: Well, we can look at peer pressure. Because that was something you had said earlier. Yeah. So, go ahead. Yeah. yeah. You have, like, you've just been sitting there messing with the mic and just drinking your coffee and make weird faces. I, I think, I I think, I think have, it's, I think you're ready. I, uh, yeah,
1: I, I, I can't <laughs> sit still. And you're just talking. You're like, literally I, just,
0: I, like, I, <laughs> moving your chair around, like, hey, I'm so ready to talk.
1: <laughs> just go. <laughs> all right, so, um, so you're at a party, all right? No adults. And uh, people are drinking beers, and you're just, eh, I'm not going to do that. Well, next thing you know, you're hooked on meth on the side of the road in Appelousas, not knowing where you are or who you are. So how did you get there? It's quite a leap. Well,
0: you can uh, think back as far as, all right, you won't wake up one day and decide, I'm going to be a heroin addict. That's not going to, that doesn't happen. In this scenario, you're hooked up on methamphetamine, completely uh, losing your sense of reality on the street in Opelousas, Louisiana. <laughs> and you think back to your life and you're like, what was the decision that got me here? Well, you think, oh, well, with meth, it's because I took that first shot of a, uh, you know, fr- tequila. First shot, yeah, te- well, not tequila specific. I mean, like, well, it's because I, uh, I started, I started doing crack. That's what it was. You don't wake well, up and start doing crack, though. Exactly. You did. You didn't wake up one day and like, I'm gonna shoot myself <laughs> with a bunch of drugs. No, mm-hmm. no, no. And it, so you might think, oh, well, it's because I was getting wasted on the weekends with, uh, with the boys. Well, what made you decide that you're gonna Get wasted on the weekends. Oh, well, maybe it was that one drink I had at that party where there was no adults around and people were getting drunk, and I decided, you know what, maybe today, oh, because everybody just, else is doing it, yeah. I, might well, I might as well just have, like, a sip. Yeah, I'm like, I, it will, it'll be all right. It's not going to hurt me. And then you have a sip, and you're like, all right, I could have a little bit more. I'll go, I'll do a couple beers. Okay, no but what? (laughs) (laughs) Sip to a couple beers. Well it doesn't go it's not a jump that yeah, I'll do one beer. One beer. Well I could I could drink a little bit more. I could drink yeah. I can drink a little bit more. And now you're hooked up on meth because it's those little steps over time. Now but here's the thing that I'm going to get down even further to. You didn't decide in that moment out of the blue, I'm going to have a sip of beer you had bad
1: friends also to make this clear we are not against alcohol
0: i was about anyway, i was going to get there eventually i was making sure i will get i will get to that uh, okay. afterwards cuz i realized i didn't put that in the notes so i'm like yeah, i'll we I'll are not against alcohol in any way but we are against drunkenness drunkenness is a sin absolutely the bible doesn't condemn alcohol <laughs> it condemns drunkenness and you can extend that principle law uh out to other things like drugs and i don't know we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna we're <laughs> gonna have so a whole we're right gonna now. have a whole episode on that later on see that's why like whenever we get back to
1: basics that's, that, i mean hey have you listened to a haunted cosmos psychedelics episode i
0: still haven't i've been trying to like slowly catch up with them i just, just listened to just, their just, black-eyed
1: kids just, that was fun just go straight to the psychedelics episode straight Listen to the psych to it. i think
0: that is the next one after black-eyed kids so i m- don't know maybe. The order I don't, or the serpent gods, or something.
1: I'm just gonna just, keep listening just, to them because I think I might have time to, tomorrow. Just go and listen to psychedelics.
0: Quick shout out, just a tiny. I mean, a,
1: for the many listeners that we have, <laughs> uh, Even cosmos, like Half of them are the haunted cosmos. Yeah,
0: literally, <laughs> haunted cosmos is a is a cool podcast. Um, anyway, so you didn't wake up and decide that you were going to start drinking a beer, have a little sip at a party, what you did is you went with bad friends, and they convince you to.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: That's a principle that you found in Proverbs. If sinners entice you, do not consent. If they say, come with us, let us lie in wait and to shed blood, let us lurk secretly for the innocent without cause. Obviously, they're not saying right here, um, let's have a couple beers at a party. But they are saying that.
1: Yeah, just Di- not directly.
0: Not directly. It's you can extend that principle throughout time and understand what they're doing here is what it's saying here in Proverbs. These are sinful men. They are sinners. They can't even be considered men because they're they don't have any they don't have any uh, wisdom. They don't have any stature. They don't have any. They don't make good decisions. They're just terrible. It's tiny steps over time that gets you to being a full-blown addict on something. It's just little things. And that's why having parents is important, future episode, but having parents is really important and having good men around you, good people around you, really, um, specifically parents, though, because they're able to recognize those tiny little steps, steps towards sin that can lead you to full-blown uh, problems later in life. Like porn. That's a future episode. I have been trying. I know. Yes, yes, it is. You
1: can get peer pressure. I do want.
0: I do want to have a full on episode on that later. But it's tiny little peer pressures. But no, that brings. Just look at a little. Just look at a little. This photo of a, a girl in a bikini. There's nothing wrong with that. Well, yeah, there is. Um, and. Now you're, well, now you're homosexual. <laughs> and now you're a pedophile. A now you're a pedophile. pedophile. <laughs> yeah, it just keeps getting worse because sin festers over time. Especially secret sin. Especially secret sin. Sin always festers. And once it gets to the point that it's public, that means it's been festering it's been for a bad. long time. Yeah. What does that it, How do you... you know, uh, and yes, confet, confess and repent of your sins so that you can get out of this. Right now, like this is a call to action. Confess and repent your sins to people who you need to confess to so that this
1: sin doesn't take you because it It will will take your life. It will kill you. it start off as a little, tiny fly, and eventually it'll grow into a dragon that will consume you. Absolutely. And your entire being. So cut down Leviathan
0: and slay that dragon. Absolutely. Because that dragon is going to kill you. But here's the thing. You can't slay that dragon. I know. It seems contradictory. But it's Christ who slays that dragon. And if you genuinely ask him and seek to uh, please him in all your ways, you're going to realize, hey, that dragon doesn't seem as big anymore. And it's going to – either it's going to die very quickly or it's going to you're going to see it slowly dwindle down in strength and it will crumple up. And also friends can
1: help with addictions. Yes. Who was it that said I was dealing – With something, and Mr. Stewart said, you know, you just need to get a whole bunch of men with bats to help you beat that sin down. Who said, who was the one who quoted that? I don't I cannot remember, but basically. But it's true. Friends, friends, having friends in your life, real friends, true friends, Christian friends, will help you get through addiction. You have them to hold you accountable, and they're not going to be like. Yes. They're not going to be like, oh, you're so stupid. You shouldn't be doing that, beat you on the side of the head. No, they're going to help you figure out ways to stop whatever you're struggling with. So you either have people who are drawing you into sin, and then you have people, true friends, who will help pull you out of sin and hold you accountable for whatever sins you're dealing with. That That's what a true friend does.
0: And this is why you have to be in covenantal community, because then you understand why... They're going through what they're doing, uh, going through what they're going through, what to do about it, too, because yeah, you, you know actually them. know it. You actually well, you know also, them.
1: You also can tell. A lot of times you can tell when somebody's dealing with certain uh, sin. Sorry, I had to burp. Oops. Certain <laughs> <I heard>. things. <laughs> so, like, you know, uh, like, let's say one of your friends is struggling with lying and you can kind of kind of tell. You can mm. tell. Yeah. Yeah. And you're like, hey, wait, hey, hey, bro, you know. Uh, I noticed this about you lately, uh, you want
0: to talk about it kind of thing. And that's that little that little push of like, hey, I'm here for you. Yeah. And that's why you have you have to be in covenantal community with people, one, because you need it for yourself. You need to be held accountable. But two, you need to hold others accountable. It's beneficial. Relationships, use, like people use each other in relationships. They're a two-way street. Yes, they're a two-way street. It, they use each other, and they can use each other for good or they can use each other for bad. That's why you need to have a distinction between a good friend and a bad friend because you can use each other
1: for good or you can use each other for bad. Faithful, as, what are you saying? As iron sharpens iron, man, man sharpens man. I Yes, iron sharpens
0: verse. iron, man sharpens man, brother sharpens brother. Uh, I was going to reference Proverbs 27, uh, verse 6. Faithful are the wounds of a friend, but the kisses of an enemy are deceitful. What, are, what does it sound like to have... The wounds of a friend. Somebody says, hey, "Hey, bro, stop doing it." Yeah, stop doing that. You looking at you looking at those girls on on Facebook? Don't do that. Facebook. Don't do. I know. I know. Or <laughs> Pinterest. Pinterest. <laughs> Pinterest.
1: <laughs> I, I know. It, soo- it sounds. I didn't weird. realize girls posted stuff on Pinterest like of themselves.
0: Well, I mean, it's Pinterest. So I thought Pinterest. uh, Well, any it's an algorithm. It's algorithm based. Any person I know on
1: Pinterest usually is looking at like food and stuff to cook.
0: Yeah, because they're looking at Pinterest for food. But you can look for anything. I I did.
1: I I genuinely did not know Pinterest does that. So I don't have Pinterest.
0: So the kisses of an enemy are deceitful. What do the kisses of an enemy sound like? Sounds more like they are trying. (sighs) You know what the kisses of an enemy sounds like? Sounds like. What are your pronouns? <laughs> I'm not even gonna say that.
1: You're <laughs> <laughs> gonna answer that what? question?
0: No, no, no. It wasn't a question. I was, oh. I was answering what I was saying. What do the kisses of an enemy sound like? Well, it's it's little stuff. It's like, oh, you know, maybe your parents are wrong. It's like little little seeds of uh, kind of planted of, de-
1: of deceit. It, it, so kind of. <sighs> kind of... Smooth words are are deceitful. Uh, telling you what you want to hear. What's the word? Sweet? No. Sweet uh, talking? Tickling your ear. That's what the word. Tickling the, your the, the ear. There is a... Uh, I'm going to have to... I'll
0: have to kind of. They kind of...
1: So, like, what you said about, maybe your parents are wrong. Kind of trying... Like, let's say you're dealing with... Your parents are actually disciplining you, and you're like, oh, I don't like this. And then you go complain to your, quote-unquote, friend. And they're, and they're like, like uh, I, I think your parents are wrong in this situation. Yeah, like, I think yeah, your parents are being a little too harsh, but if <laughs> yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. They are being too harsh. And then that leads you to a downward spiral. You see, spiral.
0: And it's that tiny little step off because in the moment you think, this is completely reasonable.
1: Yeah, Because maybe, like, yeah,
0: they're being harsh. That means they must be being too harsh. Not always. No. It can be. Yeah, I know. Parents can but be harsh. if somebody is telling you, oh, well, your parents are just being too harsh, you probably shouldn't listen to them. That might be a bad friend. Or it might be a good friend who just doesn't understand.
1: Yeah, because um, you, you can't always... Like if I tell you, my dad, my dad beats me every night before I go to bed, leaving bruises all over my body. I mean, if you don't know me, you might well, see, so goes back to knowing them. Exactly. And I just I just accidentally yeah. I mean, you know you know my dad. You know me. You know my dad's not my dad doesn't do that. And you yeah. know me. But if you didn't know them Then are you really a true friend? Well,
0: no, it's not it's not just that. Like if you can't be a friend with everybody. No. But you can have good friends. So no, if yeah, somebody does yeah, say that and yeah. you're not in a relationship with them, you, you have no incentive not to believe them.
1: Well, that's that. That goes back to not goes back to that goes kind of to towards the gossip. You don't know. You don't know them, so you don't know how their parents are. You don't know how they are. You don't know they could be disrespecting their parents, and their parents just could have given them a good butt whipping. You don't know them, so. You don't, you shouldn't, I mean, if you have somebody com, com, coming and complaining, you shouldn't just automatically, oh yeah, well your parents are yada yada yada, they're bad parents, they shouldn't whip you, they shouldn't do this to you, you know, oh wow, they, they're horrible parents. You know, you kind of have to, well, hey, I don't know what what your actual situation is, I don't know your parents, yeah, I, can't, I don't know you well. I can't
0: give you advice here so, because yeah. I don't understand, I'm not in relationship boy. with you. I'm not with
1: covenant with you. yeah. And if
0: somebody is saying that and they're not in covenant with you, that's what the wounds, of that's what the kisses of an enemy are. Yeah, Because absolutely. what they're doing is they're planting an agenda. They have a reason for doing that. And I would say, not even 90% of the time, 100% of the time, there's something nefarious going on. Now, obviously, there could be a situation where they're just trying to figure it out too. But the generalization is a very important skill <laughs> that's what
1: well proverbs all right? proverbs just generalizations they're yeah, not generaliz- every single circumstance and
0: what the what it does fun. too what what proverbs does is it, it'll lay out like uh it'll say something really blanketed like if sinner if sinful if sinners entice you do not consent and that's like a blanket statement and it's true uh and then it goes into more categories of it it actually fleshes it out. That's what Pro- that's what all of Proverbs does. That's what all of scripture does. It says something and then it says here's why. Yeah, absolutely. You know, this is why like uh do not commit adultery. Why? Well, I mean it only leads to problems.
1: <laughs> I mean, it's like a little kid, a little kid's going to always what, what why shouldn't I? And the I mean, asking questions like that is important because then yeah. you actually get
0: to understand why these things are important.
1: Well, I mean, yeah, so as a little so, you know, as a little kid, you know, I don't know about you but I always ask why. I wanted a reason. Hey, don't uh don't throw don't put your clothes right there. Well, why? Why shouldn't I? Well, you're going to trip over it and fall and die. <laughs> I'll break my hand.
0: I'll break your. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, it, it. Yeah. you start so, to figure out logic that way.
1: Yeah, and I would say it's not wrong to ask why and every circumstance. You know what I mean?
0: It can it can and be if you're doing it for nefarious reasons, but yeah, if you exactly. are genuinely like I don't know why. like why I'm is curious. why is that the hey, case? Hey, I'm
1: curious as to why I'm not supposed to do this. Okay, well, let me explain it to you.
0: So, we're not going to go too much further with this because yeah, just, this is like a full-on parent episode and that that's like going to be a later uh, a later episode topic. So, why is it that you shouldn't hang out with sinners, sinful men who would entice you. Why shouldn't you? We're all you?
1: sinners, so...
0: We're all sinners. Yeah, but I mean like sinful men who are actively uh, practicing uh, sin and wicked well, obviously, acts.
1: obviously, because they will pull you with them. Exactly. Sin uh, well, thrives okay. in wicked men. Uh, you can hang out with them. You know, when I say hang out, you know... They but, shouldn't be your social life. Yeah. So when you you have people you're in covenant with... All right, so... Dude's at my work. I'm not in covenant with them besides the fact that I work with them. All right? That's different. Most of them are unbelievers.
0: But But that is still part of your life.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, I'm hanging out with them. Like, I will sit down, talk with them. But my job as a Christian is to glorify God. So I... Might I attempt <laughs> I attempt to lead the conversations to glorify God. Most times it doesn't really end well. But, you know, I do hang out with sinful enticing people, but I don't make that, you know I don't I don't it's
0: because you're not going to them for advice. No, you're not actually going to not. hang out with them. Uh, no, you're not consenting, but uh you still have to hang out with them out of necessity. Yeah, and again, that's why generalization is important and then you can explore the nuances after and have a proper discussion
1: well that that, that's what's good about you know if we didn't ever so you know if we didn't ever talk to sinful enticing people how i mean we really wouldn't be able to spread the gospel well would we
0: exactly you have to you just hung
1: out with people like that now
0: not i mean how was the gospel spread in the first place he just grabbed uh, 12 sinners, and he was like, hey, you guys follow me now. And they're like, all right. okay. <laughs> all right. Just like Paul. Hey, Paul. <laughs> on the <road laughs> Paul, to Damascus. Paul, you're like. a Christian now. Yes, sir. <laughs> Spread my gospel. <laughs> all like, right. I'm on my way to Damascus. I'm going to kill some Christians. Hey, be a Christian. Yes, sir. <laughs> all do your three. Yeah. Like, that's... Uh, it can come... Like, the worst of the worst is all the same. Uh, I think it was a Charles quote. If somebody...
1: You got so excited when I said that, <laughs> dude. Charles Spurgeon is like my man, right? Dude, there. so it's a Charles it's awesome. Spurgeon
0: quote. It's it's um, if a if a man uh, starts saying bad things about you, don't even bat an eye because you yeah. are far worse than he could ever imagine.
1: And I have I read that, that and I was like, oh, <laughs> you, yeah, I've heard that. I've been uh, that was the first. I think that was the first Charles Spurgeon. Quote I ever that was that was literally what got me into Spur- Charles Spurgeon. Actually, my dad told me that quote, and I was like, mm, "This sounds." I still awesome. like.
0: I still want to figure out more stuff dude, about him. He's and so read some cool things, But I have Sh- so many books to read. About.
1: Lin literally made a song about him. Man, you and Shylin, you like Shai Lin dude. He's good.
0: He's good. I'm not like I'm not even I'm not gonna say a this butt is, or anything he, he, like he's he, no nah, I'm just nah, saying he's,
1: he's good. He, he's a he's a reformed rapper. Yeah, that's all. Like, like, we need more of those. Yeah, <laughs> dude. Listen, look. After this, I'm gonna play. I'm gonna play you Spurgeon. It's, it's literally called Spurgeon. All But Spurgeon is like a great dude. Like, he, dude, you know how many people he influenced? Well, he's still influencing people today. Exactly. That's what I mean. Like, he's influenced millions of people, just he himself. You know when he became a pastor? You know how old he was? How old? 19. I feel stupid compared to Spurgeon. Well, that's because we are. <laughs> At 17, <laughs> he was teaching people about the gospel. Amen. I think... It, it, I think he was 19 when he was a pastor. Yeah, they literally asked him to pastor at 19. I, wow. literally, I turned and, 19 in June. That's and, not. That's not to say that
0: nowadays you just walk up to people at 19 and be like, "Hey, you want to be a pastor?" No, no. he was. He was qualified for. He it.
1: was brilliant. <laughs> the Lord definitely had a plan for
0: Spurgeon. Conviction. Just because you have like, the conviction to, yeah, we'll get into this another time. But I, I will just want to talk now. about Spurgeon. You—that's why I'm trying I, to lead this away because you're, I can, I can I, see it. I can <laughs> see like another hour coming up. And I'm like, no, I, <laughs> we can talk hour, about it later on. An hour? Oh, um, I can talk about
1: Spurgeon for way two. longer.
0: <laughs> Let's uh, go, bro. <laughs> all right, so all right, we'll we just should, we'll just block oh, that off and dude, keep that. For we should do an time.
1: entire episode on Spurgeon and martyrs. We should do just, a different. We should do an entire season on just like. Church fathers.
0: I I could see that being like
1: a, a little like Spurgeon. Yeah. Um, we could do one on. Uh, Let's not get too ahead of ourselves, Gary. <laughs> yeah, but like I want to do it now. I know. <laughs> we could literally get my dad on it too because he literally knows church history. Uh, don't tease uh. me. Don't tease me. We got. Dude. We have to get through these notes. We're like we're halfway through, and the rest is just gonna be like. All right. Well, right through. you know what happens whenever you have bad friends. All right, and someone's like, "Dude, you have bad friends." Well, I have no one else to go to. Well, you do. Yeah, Like that's not true. You 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 have a there are other so, people you can go to. So, where do you find these people to go to and turn to good friends? Well, well church. Yeah, church. <laughs> go church. To, go to church. Uh and, you know, you usually want to look for people your age, correct?
0: Oh yeah, all the time. It's like I'm going to church, well, I I should go
1: hang out with people who are who are like-minded to me. Well, you should, but also you shouldn't. So what what that means is yes, having friends your age there's no, I mean that's that's a good thing. You know, me and you are the same age, even though I'm like three months older than you. You forgot that though. I did. I forgot that the last like a couple episodes ago. But you know, we're the same age. It is. I mean, that is perfectly fine. You know, if you're in covenant with people your age, that's great. But also, the reason why it's
0: good is because that brotherhood. You like people like minded. That's not the only thing that you have.
1: You also have older people. Exactly. Now, older, not old people, but you know, older, wiser, more mature. Yeah, and you listen back to, to them. our what first episode on seeking counsel from Literally, older, it's, wiser it's, people. It's
0: the, it, we're just saying the same thing, and we're going to yeah. always be saying the same thing yeah. because it's the same so, foundational truth. You have to have wise counsel. So, a you know, a brotherhood, uh, a fraternity. That's not the standard. No, but it can be good. Yeah, absolutely. But what is the standard? Wise counsel. Exactly. Wise counsel is a standard set
1: in Proverbs. Like it literally says, you know, get wisdom. Oh, I hear that that high pitched whirring song. Wee wee wee. Now you hear it. <laughs> <laughs> I told you. I told you. Callbacks. Callbacks. So what about girls, Jesse? What about them?
0: No. <laughs> <laughs> no because maybe if,
1: if you're going to church because uh, you're looking to for church, people. don't go to church just f- to find a woman. That is not the intent for church. Now there can come a time and
0: mm. odds are will come a time where that will be a thing. Finding a woman at but church That shouldn't be the reason why you go. The reason you go to church is to worship the Lord in covenant fellowship in covenantal fellowship. with your people and it all comes back. The church, covenantal fellowship, covenantal good relationship, good friends. Good friends. <laughs> it doesn't mean your only good friends are in your ch- a small church circle. That's not true. You can have plenty of good friends. Oh but yeah, your church circle. That's your covenantal community there. Absolutely. So that's what it means to have neighbors. Nowadays, at least, that's a modern
1: a modern version of that. So you probably have somebody to ask.
0: Uh, About uh,
1: what? Well, <laughs> why'd you put it there? I do not know. Yeah, the reason, so the reason
0: why I put it there, uh, for people, I mean, nobody's able to see our notes, so I'm going to go back a few steps. So yeah, it was the point that you made. I have no one else. Yes, you do. You probably have somebody that you can ask about things. <laughs> I don't know why
1: <laughs> Why you put it at the bottom. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, you probably do have somebody to... Ask or talk to, and it's important to find them. And if you don't, well, go to church. Yeah, if you if you don't have anybody to talk to, you can probably find them at the church. But uh, what if so? As a what if I am a young man, woman? Oh, speaking of, we should also not you shouldn't if you're a girl, you shouldn't go to church just for boys.
0: Just oh yeah, it's, it's, any girls it, listening. To I mean, this. it's the same
1: principle thing. Yeah, thing. it goes. But it goes, anyways, so you know, um, let's say I'm a young dude. I can't drive. I'm 14 years old. Uh, I have terrible friends. I need to find some better ones. And I want to go to church. My parents don't go to church. So what do I do?
0: Well, I mean, there's a lot of nuances here, but you can, on your father and mother, and if they don't want to go to church, you can probably ask them, hey, can I go to church with this person who's going to take me? And I don't mean like somebody who's also fourteen happens to have a driver's license. All that doesn't happen. But I'm saying you do. You yeah. wouldn't do that.
1: That's unwise. Like maybe there's a family and I'm like, oh, hey, we, we can take it to church. Actually, yeah. one of my friends, uh, her entire family does not go to church. She's the only one. But one day she was like, you know, I want to go to church, and so she had people to take her. Her family, her entire family is pagan. I actually, yeah, this is that. Uh, I literally can't. I. I I don't. I just forgot about that. <laughs> so you have like the exact yeah. story that you need for this. Her entire family's pagan, completely, one hundred percent. Um, she decided one day,
0: you know, I would really like
1: to go to church.
0: For the record, whenever you say pagan, are you saying just they were either unbelievers, or do you mean like they were uh that making sacrifices to Norse
1: gods? Maybe not Norse gods. Maybe not. Norse Maybe gods. just pagan materialistic gods.
0: Yeah. So like um. Like, so just
1: American. American pagans.
0: unbelieving uh, that so. Man, we should we should have another episode or in another episode we should uh, make the make some categories for what we mean when we say bacon's. But Unbelieving Family,
1: she still wanted to go to church. She had terrible friends. She actually went to public. She went to probably the she went to a terrible public school. Like I didn't know that public school and it is horrible. She went to a horrible public school. She had terrible friends except one who she went with to church. She started going to church. This is before she could drive. Then she got her driver's license, continued going to that church. And she had terrible friends. Her parents didn't go to church. And she found a way to go to church. She wanted to go to church. And, well, what if... possible. But what if your parents don't want you to go to church? Now this, this (laughs) is a good question.
0: Honor your father and mother, so long as it does not lead you into sin. Now, there are two things that you can do here. One, you're going to honor them by listening to them, and you're not going to go to church until you can go to church on your own uh, outside of the authority of your household. Maybe they're unbelievers. Maybe they are ranked pagans, and they are, in fact, um, making sacrifices to Norse gods. (laughs) (laughs) I told you. (laughs) It was going to happen anyway. Oh, man. Uh, Maybe that happens, inevitably. But... I'm not saying like inevitably your parents are going <laughs> to start. Uh, you cannot go to church. If they are in fact like literally making, you know, burned sacrifices to uh, a bunch of
1: Norse gods, you I'm should a- probably go to church anyway. <laughs> I met a woman who burned weed to some weird statues. That's interesting. Yeah. That's interesting. I, I remember walking over, I remember helping move something out of her house and it was like she was literally. Active, when we pulled up, she was actively burning weed to some statue. She had like a big—she had like a little old-looking thing, and she, she had weed just piled into there. It was a lot of weed, actually. So odds are— She was burning it to odd, the statue, and I was— She was saying all kinds of stuff, and I was like, yeah, I need to get out of here. <laughs> so odds are your parents
0: aren't doing that. But if they are, and they say, don't go to church— <laughs> this is the situation where... You Maybe can, you should go to church. You should probably still go to church. And that's not saying you should disobey your parents. You should still honor them. But if they're saying don't be in covenantal community, well, that's a command to be in covenantal community with the church. So by God, so you should probably listen to God because he's the authority above them. Honor your father and mother as long as it does not lead you into sin. And not going to church can be a sin. But if you're listening to them, that's fine. Again, nuances here, tiny bit of a gray area, but you can wait until you're out of the house to start going to church, or you can just do it anyway. This is not saying you should disobey your parents because they are unbelievers. That is not true. But there will be divisions. Oh, yeah. And one of the divisions that you're going to have to make is I'm going to church. I need to go to church. So that'll hopefully your parents aren't, you know, burning weed to weird statues. Uh, that was pretty weird. That was pretty weird. I, I, did, I don't think you've ever told me about that. So that was the first time I heard about it. So maybe your parents <laughs> don't let you go to church and you can't get to church that way. Well, how are you listening to this podcast? Are you listening to it on your phone? Yeah. Might be on your phone. Might be on your phone. You should, Probably listen to sermons. It's not a substitute for church
1: at all. No, no. No, you should still be addition. like
0: being in community in person is literally what you're supposed to do. And online sermons cannot be a substitute for that. But no. if you genuinely can't make it to church, you can use that for a time yeah, until God, you can finally be in covenantal God community. God has
1: definitely given us a blessing with bones that we can literally pull up anything
0: oh man They're, we're gonna have to have a whole freaking thing a whole freaking episode on like good tools and phones and AI. probably artificial yeah artificial intelligence uh, but that'll that'll come in its time uh, but uh
1: yeah um do which, you have any good recommendations what do you mean for online sort resources to listen to uh, or watch sermons or just any biblical material Uh well I've I have it on my phone I have one which one, Canon
0: Canon Canon Plus Plus. no Canon Plus is good I do agree I mean Uh, I thought you were I thought you were talking about like a plug of our church and I was like I don't want to do that necessarily oh no I mean we can but uh our I mean our publishing house
1: isn't even out yet so that's we have family entertainment women. Men culture, Christian living, literature, and writing—it is just.
0: But remember, that's there's like that's a hyper reformed in 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 some ways. So some people who are squishy might not. I'm not gonna people who are new might that might be too
1: much. I am not gonna send them to what our saviors. (laughs) 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 What am (laughs) I? Yeah, (laughs) I'll drop the bomb. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Come on, man. Um, so what's what's unless this part? I need some water or ice supplied. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I said it. Proverbs two ten. Oh, I have it pulled up.
0: Awesome. Ten through twelve. Uh yes. For wisdom will we we'll, also continue
1: a little bit further for a few verses. Just tell me when to stop. For wisdom will come into your heart, and knowledge will be pleasant to your soul. Discretion will watch over you. Understanding will guard you. Delivering you from the way of evil from men of perverted speech who forsake the paths of uprightness and walk to walk in the ways of darkness who rejoice in doing evil and delight in the perversiveness of evil. Men whose paths are crooked and who are devious in their ways.
0: It's interesting how that's just a rephrasing of the first proverb.
1: Absolutely. But it's
0: saying if you find wisdom, if you're looking for wisdom... That means you're going to stay away from people like that.
1: (laughs) If you're wise, you don't do this.
0: Not necessarily. But yes, it means you stay away from them because to be like something that's wise is not having bad friends. But how do you not have bad friends? (laughs) Well, you have good friends.
1: (laughs) I thought you were gonna give a big explanation. You went, "Well,
0: you have good friends. <laughs> you find find good friends, and you're gonna you're gonna start getting wisdom from them." And whenever I say friends, I don't mean just like minded people, but I mean you actually seek counsel, like your parents. If they say, "Hey, don't go to that party where everybody's drinking beer without any adults," that's not a good idea. Actually, they're
1: right. <laughs> I have a very good example. Go ahead. So, you know, my class was doing a little party. I didn't think I was like uh, no, they're not. They're not stupid enough to drink alcohol and have beer and all kinds of stuff. And the benefit benefit of the doubt is a good thing. My but. mom was like, mm, no, I really have a bad feeling about this party. Please, just you know, you're you know, you can make your own decision about if you want to go to the party or not. This is when I was, I was still seventeen in high school. That wasn't even that long ago. <laughs> and
0: that wasn't even that long that ago. It was <laughs> literally... All that time ago. Uh, you know, it been back <laughs> in
1: back in my day, you know, like seven months... No, this is about nine months ago. Eight, eight months ago. This is literally and wow. only, only eight months ago. That was pretty recent. Yeah. My mom was like, you know, I really have a bad feeling about this party. I don't think you should go. And I was like, eh. I'm kind of thinking about it. I was like, maybe she's wrong. And I was like, eh, I'm not going to go to the party. Well, it turns out a whole bunch of the kids were sleeping together at the party. They slept together... <laughs> The whole night, they stayed together, slept together at the party. There was lots of alcohol. People were getting wasted at the party. This is a Christian school, mind you. Um, And I found out about all this because they were all bragging about it the next day, and I was like, oh.
0: And something to notice about that, that's nothing like, to
1: do with the school association. I mean, of course,
0: they're involved, but it's not like they were at the party. No. But this I, was because there was a bunch of... Dumb young, young dumb teenagers. teenagers who were just all in the same room. Who all they, were, same. <laughs> they were all like minded and they didn't have any wise counsel. So, of course, they didn't know any better. Yeah,
1: well, the thing was. Well, not, was that's like, not true. They uh, probably did know better, but they didn't oh, want to. Oh, they know to. better. They they knew. They all know better. I mean, they've been taught it. Well, I don't think they're. They've been taught it at least at the Christian school. So, they've been taught it 40, 40 hours a week almost every week for. Yeah. So the odds are they know. They know. I mean, they most some of them have been but, there for fourteen years. So obviously they knew. But why do they do it? Because they want to be rebellious and they want to rebel against God and they're pagans and not saved. Uh, hold on, hold <laughs> on, hold on. <laughs> and they it's all, because they, have, they bad, have bad friends. Yep. Actually, none of my friends went to the party. Every single one of my friends stayed home from the party, and I was like, "You were the only one there." <laughs> Huh? Oh no, you didn't. I didn't know? go. Oh, right, I didn't, right, right, You didn't. No, go. I listened to my mom, and I was like, I was like, eh, she might be Probably wrong. I, I don't stuff. think my friends are. I, no, I don't think my class, my friends. I know my friends are. I don't think my class is that stupid. I don't think they would do that. I was like, I, I know the parents. I know whose house they're staying at. I think it'll be all right. But it wasn't good. And I was like, mm, and then I was thinking about it more. I was like, yeah, you know, when my, you know, my parents, when my parents give me advice, I usually take that as a command because <laughs> I know they're pretty smart my dad was just like yeah if you want to go you can go and my mom was like uh, i have a bad feeling about this and i was like usually it's my dad telling me you know he's the head of household he's kind of you know more on top of things with that and he was like no he's like you can make a decision to go or not i was like all right and my mom was like no i have a bad i have a bad feeling about this All right, and you shouldn't always listen to your feelings, but I think in that situation,
0: it was more about conscience. Like, hey, this is probably a bad idea. Usually,
1: when my mom says I have a bad, my mom's usually the one who's like, "Oh yeah, you know, (laughs) go ahead, go ahead." Not like, not like, oh, I'm just going to let my child sin and do whatever. She's more, she's less logical in the sense, she understands that you're
0: not that stupid.
1: Yeah. But I mean, I would say you're pretty my, stupid. I mean, and then my dad's usually like, oh no. He's usually, you know, you know how it is. Moms usually are allowing more, and dads are usually like, no, this is why these reasons. again later later topic okay, for but another episode. Anyway, but yeah. So when my mom said I have a bad feeling about this, it kind of was like, it kind of itched my brain a little bit. I was like, what? That's weird. You I was expecting that from my dad. And then uh I was thinking about it, I was like, Yeah, well, if my mom's having a bad feeling, maybe I shouldn't go. And I come to school the next day. And they're all bragging about and how they, they slept with each other. <laughs> 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 oh, we man. all out like no no that's I'm bragging that's, about how they slept with who they slept with. That's enticing. Drinking, and I was like, bro, I am glad I did not I would I would have left anyway, but I am glad that I did didn't didn't even get around them yeah. at all. So I mean, that goes back to listening to wise counseling. I mean, my mom my mom though, which is I still I find that so weird still today. That it was my mom and not my dad that said something. Cause like ever since I was little, it was always my dad. He was usually the one to say no. My mom was usually the one to say yes, but it was switched. But usually my mom says no to something like that. I did it with my sister actually too. My dad was like my dad my dad was just kind of eh about it. She my kid wanted to go to sleep over with her friends. And mom was like, No. No. Don't do that. And coming to find out, they also did stupid stuff at that party. I don't know. How we'll to get make, to that at a later episode because I think we'll, sounds, we'll, we'll probably bring this kind story of back up. Bad, like I'm bashing my parents, but I'm really not. No,
0: like it's, you're saying, like yeah, they were right. They were, they right. were right because oh, they yeah. had this. It's, Absolutely, it, that's always going to be a problem throughout history, and that's what happens throughout Proverbs. Proverbs is meant for young, uh, young men and young women. It's just well, young, Proverbs, young people Proverbs in general. Proverbs
1: was general. Proverbs was directed towards young, young men. men.
0: But it with, also it within also the age through.
1: with usually around the young teenager age. So you know, coming into I mean, one's own. So once okay, when Proverbs was written, it was meant for people usually younger than us because people were usually learning their trades and starting out their lives before you know eighteen. I mean, at twelve, you went with your dad to learn his trade in ancient Hebrew culture. So I mean, it was written towards the younger people starting to leave home, starting to learn trades and whatnot. Now we have to, I mean, we're modern, so you don't legally become an adult until you're 18. So I would say that it's. That's a whole, again, yeah. I, th- I think we should actually
0: reserve this for a future episode because okay. I like maybe okay. the next one, okay. is it the next one that we're doing? Yes, it is the next one. The next episode, we should totally have like a bunch of, oh man, I'm going to be asking so many questions uh, between now and next episode listen to wise counsel good instruction is important people who are older and wiser than you have good friends join us for future theological conversations we have next time we will be discussing more about honoring your father and father and mother i keep saying father Vater. <laughs> father and mother Uh, And what it actually means uh, with biblical parenting. Um, And Lord willing, we will grow not to be boys, but instead be refined into God-fearing men. And if you aren't God-fearing, join us anyway, and we can learn more about principle wisdom together. Until then, 1 John 1.9.